Welcome back to the Blindside Rewind. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy Timmerman, joined once again by the weary traveler, Justin Baxley. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. Uh, yes, the the weary traveler. I, I like the like the new nickname. Uh, I have missed that pop, brother. I tell you what, I have missed it. Um, two weeks off, and it is good to be back, folks. Um, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Jeremy, I hope you did as well. I don't know that we've really sat down and talked about our Thanksgivings, but uh, obviously I was at Universal running around with the nephew and the parents, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, and then last week I was at a journalism conference, uh, which let me tell you, dude, that was that was an experience. I, don't, I mean, I've never gotten to really experience the big city journalism life uh, like some people who get to go off to these big internships. And this felt a lot like that, I think, um, in a very short burst, but like, um, and just a really cool experience. I got to meet about 50 or 60 young journalists that are doing similar stuff to what I'm doing and, um, got to go down to the Pointer Institute and check that place out, which was really cool. Learn from some of the best journalists in the world and, um, just a heck of an experience, man. And, and, uh, even met, met some, uh, a fellow survivor fan, kinda, sorta. Uh, he, he's a friend of James, uh, from this season and, you know, just making connections everywhere, man. So a lot of fun. And I hope you've been doing well. I appreciate you carrying the, carrying my torch last week, uh, <laughs> uh, without me. Yeah, I did. I did carry the torch. I did not open a beer though. It just didn't feel right. I, um, appreciate that. It means a lot. <laughs> actually, I think I probably just drank some bourbon. So, I mean, it wasn't that. You know, I wasn't that well, noble. I just didn't give the the people the auditory response of of the can pop. Um, tonight, though, tonight I'm drinking a terrapin white chocolate muhu. It is a milk stout um, with white chocolate, and um, yeah, so muhu terrapin every year about this time when it gets into stout season, they they do a muhu, they do a milk stout. It's got different flavors, and this this year is white chocolate. Yeah. So I, I have I have some news for you. Okay, this is it's earth shattering. Actually, I mean this do we, this is breaking news. Do I need to edit in a breaking news sound of some kind? That would, be really, that would be super cool. Uh, pause for breaking news sound. All right. So breaking news is <laughs> I drank like two or three blonde ales while I was gone. Okay. Uh, like three or okay. four of them crushed them. I think it was from like daughter's brewing company or something somewhere. It's a, like a local, I don't, I, it's a local Florida yeah. brewery down there or something. I think I, I, I'll find the actual name of it, but I drank like three or four of them, buddy. They were crushable and I enjoyed the taste. I d- did not mind them. I was not expecting to like them, um, but they didn't have it. Like it wasn't really hoppy. It just had a really smooth taste to it. Um, and they were apparently like a blonde, like very like I could see myself sitting on a beach drinking them. That a boy, uh, boy is all grown. Down. I know it wasn't a sour. Like I looked for one. I'm not a lot, but <laughs> but I, I settled for for the blonde ales. Um, you'll, you'll be drinking double dry hopped, uh, double imperial IPAs in no time. Well, you know, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, speaking of seeing things, Jeremy. Did you see that episode of Survivor tonight? Oh, <laughs> I did. I did. It was, well, it was a clean segue tonight. Clean that, that segue. segue was whew. All right. Um, <laughs> I, 
that was quite an episode of Survivor. I mean, I had legit no idea who was actually going home, going into Final Tribal. They're going into Tribal Councils. A really fun, fun episode. episode. Um, and, fun. and I'll jump right in. My first takeaway is that one thing that I've heard people complain about is that we don't have any villains anymore. And while I don't think that any of the players in this season are true villains, we got to see some villain gameplay tonight from the start to the finish. We got to see Carla fake crying uh, to really sell that she didn't have an idol. And it, and it worked. It worked on, on Cody, at least. Uh, we got to see her. Um, she fake mm-hmm. cried for somebody else first. Oh, it was, it was Cassidy uh, to, to convince her that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm – really on board with you and and i you know I, i'm in the outs and all this it, it was just she phenomenal there and then you had uh cody just outright saying well you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm not gonna tell carla the whole tr- you know what never mind I'm, I'm not gonna just not tell her the whole truth i'm gonna lie to her that's what i'm doing i'm lying to her and then in the end you've got jesse backstabbing his best friend and that's kind of become his thing it's a the slow play of uh some 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 gameplay we've seen in other recent seasons, but he and and just out and out taking out Cody and and not in a I have to do this because uh, we've seen that before where the numbers are turning on somebody and and especially this late in the game sometimes you have to just get with the numbers. No, Jesse decided I can't sit next to Cody. I'm going to take him out. I'm going to use his idol on someone else so that he goes home. And he did it. And I, it was kind of jarring and exciting to see all this villainous gameplay in one episode. And he got Carla to play her, like that was part of the plan. Was he also got Carla to play her idol because she got so spooked as to what was happening. So like everything he said was going to happen, happened. And it was a true villain move in the sense that like, I don't think this guy's evil. But it's very similar to like why Tony could be considered a villain. Um, it's because right. their gameplay is so elevated. It's not Russell villainy. You know, we're like, Russell's gameplay is elevated. I'll give it to him. Like he's, he's got, but a lot of it, his stuff is seated in like a very like hatred, like a hatred almost. Um, and, and a very like, sometimes he just does stuff to be mean for the sake of being mean. Well, and, and I know now Russell is very, uh, bitter that he didn't win but early in Samoa he says because you and I watched a couple episodes of Samoa I uh, didn't really recap it at all but um we watched yeah. it and he said oh I don't even really care if I win I'm just here to create chaos and cause problems for people that's a that's a real villain right yeah but people can have villainous attributes in the game of Survivor without being evil people I like I, I want to separate the fact that these are these are villains within the game of Survivor because I, I think sometimes we get lost in the sauce, as the kids say. Uh, I don't know if the kids say that anymore, but <laughs> they get lost in the sauce, so to speak, and you, you, you equate villain to evil. And I want to point out that's not what we mean in this case. It's These folks are just playing on a higher plane of Survivor tonight and are being devious and are being tricksters or whatever uh, old people call uh, devious people. And so I'm really offending everybody tonight. Uh, point, the point is, though, is that I really enjoy 
when it's not so happy-go-lucky um, in the sense that, like, everybody respects these game moves, right? Like, you know, Cody and Jesse are probably still going to be best friends after the game, even though this was a tremendous backstabbing. It still... It, it's not the same gameplay as, like, I'm going to smile on your face and... I'm going to tell you you're going home and then everybody's going to flip the vote and I'm going to actually go home and it gets repetitive. This was not a repetitive episode of survivor. It was very, uh, unformulaic, uh, is the word I'm going to go with it. It, it feels like to me, we got to see the survivor editors. They were really in their bag tonight. They went out and they kept us guessing to the very end. Yeah, they really did. They really did. Um, but yeah, so that that was just. I, I was. It was refreshing. I don't think every episode. I don't think we. And I don't think we need any true villains on Survivor. I've loved this this season with everybody just kind of mostly getting along and and uh, everybody there to play the game and and not there to cause drama. I've enjoyed that. But it was nice. It was nice to have that yeah. change of pace where people were were getting a little devious and and, and getting a little backstabby. Good to see the claws come out because yeah. then it to me it just shows how bad these people want it. Because the thing is, is I watch these people for for eighteen days or whatever it is right now. You watch them for these many days, and they're so nice to one another that, that it can kind of take out the the wind out of the sails a little bit, and you start to wonder like, well, these people are just kind of out there on a, on a, on, a, on a chilling chilling with each other, becoming besties, and like they're just going to vote people out as they vote them out, and there's no you know, real desire behind some of these vote outs. This was, a, these are people that are really making moves. Uh, and and that, that leads me into my next takeaway. The cream has risen to the top, Jeremy. Look, we, we, we've, we've looked at this cast versus the last two casts. And I really think that this is the weakest cast of the last three seasons. Um, and I don't mean that in a, in a rude way. Um, I, I think this is a good cast. I, I mean, I still think that this cast is, is a really good cast. But in comparison to the last two seasons, I think the other cast are stronger, especially when you start looking at potential returnees. But these last six or so, you really look at them and you're like, I would love to, I'd love to see any of them return. And this is probably the most exciting group of six to come down to the end, in my opinion of like, even though the last three seasons, I think the other two seasons were stronger throughout. Like the whole casting was was stronger. This might be the strongest final six that we've had. When you, when you include uh, Cody, Carla, or I guess it's six, right? Cause we're going into five next week. Yeah. All right. So Cody, Carla, uh, Jesse, Owen, even Cassidy has had some great moments this season. You can't, I mean, you can't discount what she's been. And then you throw in Gabler. He's the wild card. He's the, you know, he's, 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 he's Brad, but, but better, better Brad. You've really better Brad. <laughs> you've really seen these six feel like they've kind of separated themselves all season with the, uh, the only other person really of, of, of that's we've seen probably James, right? Like it's these six and James are probably the best players on this season. 
Yeah, Noel. I think Noel had a had a, had some moments too. Um, yeah, and, and that fair. speaks to the season because I can look and everybody that's gone home, you know, has had moments where they were. Everybody that's gone home in the last month, you know, in the last four or five episodes, has <laughs> has had moments where they look like, hey, they can yeah. be and they can win. Um, I still think that Dwight and Ellie yeah. were a couple of minor mistakes away from being that way. So for for this final six is really yeah. established, and final five now has really established itself as the current. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. And I think what what the big thing for me is these six: James, the seven, and probably probably Noel or Ellie. Um, those seven or eight folks, but you see them all, and that's really like we're both big fans of of wrestling, right? Like we we we've talked about that before on the show. When you're booking like a Royal Rumble specifically, if you can get your final five folks in the ring to be five people that you genuinely are thinking like the odds makers kind of have as like the favorites to win the match, that's what this feels like to me, Jeremy. It, it feels like a Royal Rumble that's been booked perfectly. And we've got down to the final five and you've got, you know, Cody Rhodes, uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, Randy Orton, uh, uh, Riddle, and like one other person, that, Roman Reigns. We'll just throw him out there. That's your final five. Any of those five make tons of sense for us to go to, to WrestleMania with. And that's what this feels like. It really does because both of the last two seasons, you and I have felt pretty good going into the finale. We've nailed it almost. Not both just seasons. about the winner but the order they were going to finish. Um, we've yeah. known it. You know, the 41, we knew. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Ricard was going home, was going to be fifth. And this is what was going to happen at fire. Yep. And then, the, you know, we, we've, and there've been a couple of, usually we, we've struggled with who was going home with fire, but we pretty well knew who was going to win. Um, and, yeah. I mean, we, I think we flipped third and fourth place once. But if you, I mean, we, we're, we've got, we're batting like 800 over the last two seasons for final five, like order, finishing order. And really, I would say that we, we probably going into like the final 10, we kind of nailed it from 10 on in last season. Yeah. Um, and, and, to, and, and this year, I mean, I, I, I got a couple of people I like, but I can make a case for all five of these people winning. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm tempted to pick Cassidy to win. Like that's how that's how wild this season's been. Yeah, because I don't want to rule Cassidy out as a winner, and we ruled her out like four weeks ago. Right, and she's gone on an immunity run, and she's been central to the to the strategy, and she's won immunity when she needed it. Um, like I feel like tonight, especially if Carla had won immunity, Cassidy would have just gone home. That would have been an easy vote. That would have saved Cody, I think, because it would have been so easy if Carla had won immunity. It would have been so easy to get Carla and Owen on board for voting out Carla that I don't, or Cassidy, that I don't know that Jesse would have been able to switch it. Even if he had wanted right. to take out Cody, I don't think he would have been able to switch it. Speaking of, I need more. This, we, we've also seen that this particular elimination in the last couple, couple seasons is a hard reset almost to where like, all right, well, the pre-finale is finished, and now we're just into the finale. But I need to know how 
in the world Jesse got that idol back from Cody? I need to know it. Because there have been speculation for weeks. Uh, in fact, Tyson, on, on their podcast, he they they assumed that surely Cody has his idol back. There's no way that's still in Jesse's pocket. But it was. He did have it. It was in his bag. Cody got it from him and said, hey, I just want I need to show it to Carla so she feels... Uh, you know, just to give her a little bit of security. And I assumed, I kind of assumed that that was also a play on Cody's part because maybe he had sniffed it out a little bit on Jesse and was going to put it in, you know, just in case I'm going to have it in my pocket. And lo and behold, he gave it back and they didn't, and they didn't tell us how or why. He gave it back. And I just don't know how Jesse was able to convince him to give it back because there's no way... Uh, unless it was just incredibly dumb and Cody literally just walked back up to him and said, all right, here you go. And gave it back to him, which I don't know why he would do that. I, I, Jeremy, I, I've been flabbergasted. That's the word I'm going to go with. I came up with like seven words right there. Flabbergasted is the word I'm going to go with as to how that happened. Like I, I really sat there for, for a good 10 minutes and just kind of looked around my room. Like, what just happened? Like how, why? I mean, there were so many questions and a lot of it stems from Cody was so confident. I just thought, I knew for sure this dude's got his idol back. He's about to play it, send whoever he wants to send home home. And this dude's about to cruise. Instead, he does the opposite. I even wondered if we were going to get the reveal that like Jesse tried to ask for the idol back and Cody said, when he asked for it back, I just got a bad feeling. And Cody was about to send Jesse home. Mm-hmm. Everything I thought was about to happen didn't happen. In fact, the opposite happened. Because and, I, I thought the swerve was, and somebody on Twitter called it, one of the Survivor players, it might have been Davey, somebody on Twitter called it that we were going to get a, what, what they said was we were going to get a flashback and Jesse was going to have that, was going to have gotten the idol back. We didn't get the flashback, but that is what happened. I just, yeah. Because how do the red flags not go off when Jesse comes up to you and says, Hey, man, uh, you just want to give me that back? That immediate. That's an immediate red flag. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. Uh, the only other thing I can come up with is that, and, and we'll probably get shown this within the first 10 minutes of the next episode. At least that's my hope. I wonder if he went back to him and was like, Hey, just got word that, you know, somebody's got that uh, knowledge is power advantage again. Like, Owen just found it. I'm really worried about Owen getting it. Like he, he, he knows you have the idol. Let, let's you want to give it back to me. But, but like even that wouldn't work because as far as Cody knew, everybody was on board with taking out Carla. So Cody, even if that was the play, Cody would Cody would have logically said, "Well, just get him to take Carla's idol, so we make sure she doesn't play it." That's perfect. And Cody would have gone to Owen and said, "Hey." Jesse said that you've got the knowledge of power. Use it to take Carla's idol. And unless she, unless he said, "Hey, I think Carla has that advantage." That's 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 possible. That might be that might, might be that might have been the play is to say, "Hey, Carla has the knowledge of power. She's not telling you about it. Uh, give me the idol back. That protects her from being able to take your idol and use it." Let, let's let's keep her comfortable. Yeah, but I'm telling you, when I would have yelled 
if I didn't have children sleeping here when Jesse pulled that idol out and it was the red one. Oh, I know. Because he still has his, right? Yeah, he still got his, but his is the yellow one. Um, which is okay. a cool element of that that I never even thought about. That just it had to play out this way for that to for that to matter. That like visually I knew as soon as yeah. Jesse pulled that one out, it was red, that's Cody's. Because he stole Janine's, so he has the yellow one. Was that tribe yellow? Yeah. He has the yellow one that is his. That we yeah. we still haven't even seen that one. Um Carla's is blue, so she played it tonight. And man, when that gets revealed, I hope he does not win immunity at five. Because that reveal, when he fought, because what I'm hoping is that they will have pieced together, okay, he took out Cody, we got to take out Jesse. And he's just going to coast because he's got that idol that nobody knows about. And he's going to pick who he wants to send home next. And when he pulls out that idol at final five, that is going to be phenomenal television. Oh, yeah. Probably taking out Carla. Unless she wins immunity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, again, and, and that, I mean, this transitions perfectly into my, my next takeaway. Jeremy, I don't care what happens the rest of the season. I really don't. I mean, I do, but like, I don't care what happens the rest of the season. Jesse has already solidified himself as a survivor legend in my book. There's nothing that man can do. To ruin that, I don't think. Like, he doesn't have to win at this point. He's in a very similar situation to what David was in Millennials versus Gen X, where David had done everything going into Final Five, and you were like, if that man never does another thing in Survivor, he's still a legend of the game. Um, I feel the same way about Rick Devins. Uh, and I know that's because like we're from the, we're from the same town or we, we live in the same town and he sends me press releases and he has no idea who I am. Um, but uh, to me, like Rick had already solidified himself as best player on his season kind of thing. And so he was already a survivor yeah. legend. If Rick pulls off the victory, it's icing on the cake, right? Like he, he gets to be a winner of survivor. But it doesn't matter if he wins Survivor at that point because he's already he's already put himself maybe not a Mount Rushmore character, but like <clears throat> you know, in certain circles, you could make the argument for like Mount Rushmore. Uh, Mount Rushmore for non-winners is a good is a good term for I would put for Rick and David. If Jesse yeah. doesn't win this season, he'll go on Mount Rushmore of people that didn't win. He's he's played that well. He has been that good. Yeah. Well, he's he's reached that tier too, where if he plays again, it almost has to be in an all returner season. Because if he comes yeah. back in a situation like what we saw in Edge of Extinction, where you had a twenty person cast and four of them are returners, he's played so well that people are going to be like, "No, you you got to go," you know, like you you we can't have you hanging around. It, it, that's how. Call that's how well he's played. Call me a prisoner of the moment. Please do, because I probably am. I'm probably being a prisoner of the moment. This is Tony level gameplay. This is oh, I mean that that that's exactly who it's who it's reminiscent of. Um it's it's not it's obviously a different style of game. He's not he's not as flashy as Tony. Yeah. But uh the way Well, he could be. I mean, like the little idol play tonight. Then next week, like you just said, he throws out that yellow one. 
he has the ability to go flashy here at the end, and that maybe that's all that matters. Well, he didn't do the way Tony did, where uh, he flashed that he had a super idol that he absolutely didn't have. You know, oh, like yeah. that, that. That's what I'm talking about with Tony. Where his yeah. first season, he spent like six tribal councils claiming he was going to play this super idol that he didn't even have, or whatever, whatever it was. Um, maybe he did have the super idol, but he. He lied about the power. He lied about, yeah, he, he said he could play at one more uh, tribal than he could. Um, just so yeah. Jesse's not quite the, doing that. And I think he said he could play after the votes. But Jesse, but what, what we do have is going back to the tribal phase, and oh, this is not a new idea to me or you. This is something that other people have talked about on Twitter. He's picked off his closest allies one by one. Since he since the tribal phase, first it was Neca. Neca was his his tribe mom, but he knew he needed to take her out. Um, and then he had Noel and or Dwight, and then Noel and and Dwight was his you know island wife or island spouse or whatever he called him. And then uh, Noel was like his sister, and uh, she took him on that reward, and then he immediately sent her packing. And then you got Cody. He's had this methodical. Very similar, what you and I were talking before we started recording, very similar to the way Shan and Ricard operated in season 41. But he did it over more time, and he did it less harshly. So it's only now that people have really had a reason to on the island to see how big of an impact he was having on the game. Um, It's only now, like, he, he shed his... His, he shed his blocker, so to speak, right at the right moment to where now he's got an idol. They really can't mm-hmm. keep him from, like, they don't know that they can't keep him from final trial. Yeah, and depending on how things go, there's a chance he can really dictate who's in his final four. If he wins immunity, he can play that idol for Owen, or he can play that idol for Cassidy and really solidify who he wants to take to the end and what that does is it, it cuts the knees out from under those folks because then it's like we wouldn't be here if if, if Jesse hadn't decided that we wanted to be here that he wanted. Right. Well, what he does, you know, if, if the the play is he wins immunity, he tells everybody to vote for Owen or whoever Cassidy, whoever, and you know everybody who talks to him. Hey, listen, I really think we got to take out Cassidy. Cassidy's the move to make. Um, and then tells Cassidy to vote for Owen. Or, or no, no, no. Tells everybody that that Owen is the vote. Let's say you know we we got to get rid of Owen. He's he's been too uh, unreliable. And then he plays his his idol on Owen and votes for Cassidy or Carla, whoever he wants to send home. And yeah, I mean there, there's there's lots of ways he can play this if he wins immunity. If he doesn't win immunity, he just throws that idol out there and nobody. Yeah, and he's, he's guaranteed, guaranteed final, final four. four. And, and like we've said, when you get to final four, they really, if you can build fire, you're, all, you're in the final you're three. In the final. Now, worst case scenario for him is he can't build fire. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be a, that'll be terrible editing for them to edit him like a winner and then show us like next week sometime. Oh, by the way, he can't make fire. Like, wouldn't what if that? <laughs> What if Cassidy beats him at fire? That'd be something. Or like it? Owen, it's in your final three is Owen, Cassidy, and Gabler. 
Carla's also gone because he took Carla out at five. And then all of a sudden he loses at fire at four. And your winner is someone of Owen, Cassie, and Gabler. And I don't know that I would rule out Cassidy winning in that trio for what it's worth. No, that's a fun trio because I really don't know who wins. It really depends on what happens next episode. Right. I, I mean, um, I, if it were me, I, I'm not a betting man, but like, I think that's very a, re- a very real possibility of it happening is that somehow we find out next week Cassidy is a is a master fire builder. Cassidy takes Jesse out at fire and then wins the whole thing. I, I'm just throwing it out yeah. there as a theory. I did this last year and was wrong. Um, I've been wrong about the fire makers like every season, I think. Uh, and then this season, they've told us nothing about people's fire making ability other than that. Sam was it Sammy was very good at fire, and that's one of the reasons they yeah. wanted to get rid of get rid of him. Other than that, we've heard nothing. I don't even know that right. we've seen anybody make a fire since since the initial fires. Right. Right. So we don't know who's good at fire, which maybe means that fire plays an absolutely integral role in who wins the game. Yeah, because we've also seen some seasons like was it Deshaun and Heather? Yep. In forty one. Well, we thought that it was building to Deshaun versus Erica. Was it Erica and Erica was going to beat Deshaun. Yeah, but it was Deshaun and it was Deshaun and Heather and and Deshaun. Heather almost beat him, or yeah. Heather, almost, yeah, Heather almost beat him. But he ended up after telling everybody for thirty days or whatever it is for twenty days that he couldn't make fire and that if you wanted to win, take him to fire, then he wins at fire. Um, and then last season it was Mike versus Jonathan. And I, I think, I don't know that it really mattered. <laughs> you know, like I don't think either one of them was beating Marianne. Um, and because obviously Mike didn't win and I think he had a better chance than Jonathan did with that jury. So, uh, but this season, that you may be right. That may be why they're not showing us anything about fire because they want to save that for the finale when they reveal that Cassidy is a phenomenal fire maker. Or another possibility right. is that we have somebody win immunity and step down the way Underwood did. Um, that's another yeah. possibility. Owen would be a great example of somebody that could do that. Um, he takes takes the necklace off and goes and beats uh, Jesse at fire. Um, yeah, and and that's the kind of thing that that could win him the season. Yeah, I mean, and that's that, again, that's why this is so up in the air. But like I said, regardless, my takeaway on that is it doesn't really matter. I mean, it matters in the sense that like I'm excited for it and I want to see who wins, but it doesn't matter in terms of legacy of the game for 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 Jesse. The difference will be. He'll go down as one of the best winners in the game of Survivor. He'll go down as one of the best non-winners in the game of Survivor. Regardless, he's going down as one of the best players in the game of Survivor. I want to take a lighter note. Why was Owen so good at directing people who were blindfolded folded at rolling him in a cage ball? I, 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 don't, I don't understand why that's a thing you're good at. You know, there, Jeremy, there's skills I have that like are so useless and like would never be like, would never be anything useful. Like, but how do you end up being good at that? I mean, he was just so good. It was, it was, it wasn't even hard for him. He was just the only challenge they had is uh, went right at the beginning, kind of getting their feet under him and figuring out how he was going to direct them. But as soon as he settled on, we're going to do the clock thing and all right, hard turn, like three o'clock, maybe two thirty. 
hold straight, hold straight, maybe about seven o'clock. As soon as he settled on that, they were unbeatable in that portion of the reward challenge. Yeah. He's good, man. Um, That speaks to him. It's so dumb, but like it speaks to just how diverse the cast is in terms of skill sets and why like in the end, if he wins, maybe it's because he was able to secure that reward for his team. Um, You know, get some valuable intel for his team, make some connections that he otherwise wouldn't have had. And I mean, just played it perfect, man. Like, I just can't, I can't say it enough. Like, these are all small pieces for the rest of the season, but like even that, that lighter note just shows that, you know, even, even Owen is one of those guys that like his weird skill set is going to ended up getting him something. Maybe, maybe he wins immunity next time out because he got some food in it or whatever, you know, whatever it is, that extra rest, whatever. Just unbelievable job in that challenge. Like I, I couldn't have done that challenge. I, I mean, I'll just say it now. There's no way. First of all, I'm not rolling around in a ball. Like I just, yeah, I, buddy. I don't think either one of us are getting picked to get put in that ball. No, uh, we're gonna uh, be pushing. Right, and I don't like being blindfolded. I don't think um, that's a different podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. It's a child, family friendly. Uh, well, and here's that's the other thing, though. <laughs> he is bigger than Cody is. Yeah. So that must mean he knew he would be good at that, and because the other the other yeah. side did exactly what I would have done. It was Gabler, Gabler, Cassidy, and uh, who was the third? And Jesse. And Cassidy's the Jesse. smallest, so she's the one they put in the cage. But. Yeah. Uh, Owen is probably similar. Owen, Owen and Carla are similar sized and Owen, and it probably would have been better to have Owen and Cody, either, either Owen and Carla pushing Cody or Owen and Cody pushing Carla. Owen being the one in the cage seems like the least likely solution just based on size and strength. So he must have said, "Hey, I'm going to be really good at this. I'm going to be really good at directing you guys. Trust me. Put me in the put me in there." And so it just when I was watching, I was like, "Why? How? How is? Why? How is he so like scary good at this? Because it wasn't even sometimes even when they're not being rolled in a cage, when it's just the everybody's blindfolded and they're standing on a tower. We saw it last year or last season. The the person calling out directions is just absolutely screaming." And they're chaotic and frenetic, and it makes everything stressful. Owen didn't even seem stressed. He's rolling around in a cage. It's like a like a gyro ball from a, a theme park, and he's like rolling around in it. It's just, yep. All right, three o'clock. No, make that about two thirty. Yep. Nope. That's it. That's perfect. You guys are doing great. Now you're going to want to watch your feet up here. You know, just very calm, very relaxed in what should have been a very stressful situation. Just a just a. And it just wasn't. You're right. It, it wasn't. And, and maybe I know it seems like a small part of the season, but what if it's that cool under pressure kind of thing? That's why he wins the season. Like maybe that's foreshadowing. Yeah, um, maybe. Maybe. I don't know if I had any additional like big takeaways. Did you? I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Um, overall, great episode though. Like this really sets up, I think, really well for a finale. 
Um, I do think I'm, I have to make my picks now, right? Like I, I don't have a choice. Both of my people are gone. Were we going to go best edit and worst edit? We can, we, yeah, we can. That's right. Uh, sorry. I, I got, are you just going to, you're just going to skip like a, like a key part of our a podcast? Key part of our podcast. I know. Um, sorry. I did. Yeah, no. Do you have a couple of weeks you know, and you I, just, I'm a, I just fall flat on my face. Do you have a best edit? I'll let you go first since I royally messed that up. Well, I was I, about the blindfold again. Um, I'm just, just going to steal yours and say that, that Jesse, I mean, he had the best edit. Um, he nah. looked so in control. Um, he, he took control of the game in a way that didn't put a target on his back. I mean, I said it on Twitter. He should be the pick. He should be somebody that everybody should be targeting right now. Everybody. Except for maybe Cody. Everybody else should be looking at Jesse as the target. But for some reason, and this goes to the edit versus reality, they were all so excited. I mean, we saw Cassie. I remember Cassie being very excited when she learned that oh, Cody doesn't have the idol. Jesse does. Now we can get Cody. Whereas for me, when I heard that, I was like, oh, they've got to take out Cody or Jesse right now. They've got to blindside him because he has the idols. Send his butt home with both of them. Blindside him. But no, they were so focused because Cody is such an attention an attention magnet that they didn't even realize that Jesse's the target right in front of them. Um, so he was just masterful the way he navigated it from, Hey, let's all vote for uh, Carla to no, let's vote for Cody without drawing any attention on himself. Yeah. And, I mean, that, and, and somehow getting I don't, that item I've, back from jet from Cody. Yeah, I've, look, I've already waxed poetically, I think, enough on, on Jesse tonight. I mean, I, everybody knows how I feel. Um, I really do think he's established himself as, a, as an all-timer. Um, and tonight really solidified it. Like, he, he played well enough coming into this episode that, like, he was definitely a returner option for me. Like, I really liked him. But taking out Cody, who, if they get to the end together, Cody can say he made all the same moves as Jesse for the most part and did it in a flashier way. And like drew fire so that Cody wouldn't have to. I mean, so that Jesse wouldn't have to. Um, so Cody had a lot of like Cody was was really the the last surefire. Like if if he gets to the end with Jesse, he's probably the last one that could could realistically you would go. I might pick Cody to win this. And tonight he eliminated him in a, in a absolutely beautifully backstabbing fashion and you just you just gotta love that so i mean i, I i'm with you i think that, that it just he that is the best edit but i will go a little off the beaten path for my best edit a little bit i'm gonna go cassidy um and, and here's why first of all probably should have gone home tonight but instead she wins another immunity uh another reason why cassidy is is my best edit Jeremy, we went from, what was it, three, four weeks ago, you and I said, basically pulled the old cast line out and said, Cassidy never going to win. The night kind of showed Cassidy can still win this game. Like, I've, 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 yeah. I'm not picking her to win, but like, I, I, I well, I might. Um, we'll get there. Um, but it's not out of the realm of possibility anymore that she pulls off a really great final stretch wins the game, but like because of her edit, it, it could be very similar to like a Tommy edit in that like 
maybe production isn't super happy with who wins. And so the winner doesn't get the best edit. Instead, they, they definitely gear the best edit towards somebody like Jesse, who they want you to, they want you to know that the best player didn't win this season. And they do this often. Um, where, and in Tommy's case, they did it, they went too, too extreme. Um, to where you just didn't really know why he won. Um, in this case, they haven't gone that far with Cassidy. But if if she wins, you can kind of look at it and go, oh, okay, production had a favorite. They had somebody they really wanted to win. It didn't pan out. They didn't edit Cassidy as strong as they probably should have, but it makes sense why she won. I can really see her. Like I really think that's the kind of edit she might be getting right now. I also wonder if she's getting the edit where they have to show why why she became the person that gets taken out at five. That's um, also possible. You know, maybe yeah. maybe uh, Carla wins immunity at five and uh, Jesse plays Jessie the plays idol the and idol. targets Cassidy and they have to show why. Um, that That's another thing. But the fact that she's gone from like surefire goat to somebody that either that could either win or be a the target at five that's huge that's a huge change yeah no it is um i just yeah i mean i think that she's done a complete 180 i'll give her her due her credit and i jumped the gun honestly jeremy i jumped the gun on 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 my assessment that she couldn't win because she absolutely can yeah. Uh, do, do you have a worst edit? Cody, I know this is cheap. I, I don't know. I don't normally like to do it, but we didn't get to it a ton in the in the talk uh, or in our, our discussion uh, phase uh, of, of our podcast tonight. I, but I'll go Cody. He got way too cocky and too arrogant there at the end. He was coming up with Cowboy Cody nicknames and Killer Cody. And like he had all these nicknames that he wanted to be called because he was about to make the biggest move of the season. Um. And it just, I, I, I feel for him because I really think he's, he, he may have played the best game um, start to finish. Like, I think Jesse's the best player on the season. But if you're talking about consistency, I don't know if anybody's been more consistent than Cody. Uh, and to see it in this way, I mean, you, you put it on Twitter, yeah. the best goes out at six or something, and Omer, uh, I think Omer liked it. You know, it, it it's one of those situations yeah. where normally five or six, uh, and sometimes four if you have a Chris Underwood situation. Five or six is when the best players start to go out because um, they've they've obviously played really well all season. They get to the end and then they lose um, because they are so good. <clears throat> and so I hate it for Cody, but he definitely, you know, his confidence level was way too high. He was so focused on making a big move there at the very end that, quite frankly, Jeremy, he just got he 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 got too caught up in winning the game and forgot to get to the end. 
Well, and I think too is is he learned a, a lesson that you have to learn on Survivor sometimes is that you really can't trust anybody. He felt like he could trust Jesse, and I, that's the only thing that makes. Now I don't know how Jesse was able to get the idol back, how he was able to say it in such a way to keep that trust, but Cody trusted Jesse implicitly. We've seen that from the beginning. They almost had the feeling of like a JT Stephen kind of kind of pairing, and. Um, but <laughs> Jesse did what, what Steven couldn't do and, and, or Steven didn't do is, is cutting JT loose mm-hmm. because JT kept winning immunity. Uh, Cody didn't win that immunity night, missed immunity by just a couple seconds. And that cost him his game because if he gets to five, we, you know, I, I think he probably goes ahead and gets that idol back and says, Hey, listen, man, if I don't win him. If he doesn't win immunity at five, he's just going to get it from Jesse and say, hey, I, I need that idol. Come and play it tonight. I mean, I got to play it and play it. Um, uh, so, yeah, yeah just, just trust. For me, you kind of touched on something with Cody that I think is true of Gabler, too. He keeps talking about how he's an assassin and he's you know he's laying in the weeds. He's right there out in the open. And, and maybe they're just really blatantly telling us that he's going to win. But, like, none of these moves are his. Since he took out Ellie at 12 – like none of this is his move or 13, whatever that was. Was it 13? Yeah. Since he took Ellie out at 13, none of this, none of this has been his moves. He's just along for the ride with other people. Um, and that's not a terrible way to go, but he just has so little agency in the game right now for somebody who is such a big character. And listen, credit to him because I thought he was, like you said, we compared him to Brad. I thought he was somebody who was going to out outstay his welcome very early and kind of be gone before the merge. Maybe he stuck around and he's not a goat. You know, he's not somebody that I, I, I don't think anybody feels comfortable taking him to the end necessarily, but just the edit tonight just felt like, you know, a lot of big talk for somebody who's just going along with other people's moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, I think he either wins the game or he is a non-factor, and there's no in between. Like it's not like somebody that could potentially steal a couple votes at final tribal or anything like that. This dude's either winning or he he's flaming out hard, and there's literally no in between. And I think I lean more towards what you're saying: is he flames out really hard, and we don't. I mean, he gets he he gets he gets assassin. He gets he gets coached. Uh. Where like he's the yeah. he's the dragon slayer, but he accidentally finds himself getting slayed. Yep, I feel uh, that. Now, now, Justin, it's time for winner picks. Now, I'm gonna let you take take a choice. Remember, you you have neither of your picks are in. Lindsay and Cody are both gone. You can pick two new people, yep. but you'll be down to three points because you've made two changes. Mm. Yep. Or You've you, made two as I've well, only made right? one change. I went back and looked. Uh, my original picks were Owen and uh, who was it? It was Owen and Ellie. Ellie, and I switched from Ellie to Carla. So I've made one change. Mm-hmm. Are you going to make mm-hmm. two changes and, and be, be competing for three points, or are you going to make one change and be competing for four? I'll be honest. I don't think it matters because I think you're probably blowing me out at this point. Um, uh, it's not super close. Okay. So with that in mind, I'm going to try to make two choices. Okay. So might as well, like three points is better than no points. Um, 
I'm going to go Jesse and Cassidy. I figured that's what you were doing. Because I think it's it's both ends of the spectrum, right? Like I'm going with the favorite and I'm going with the, the, the dark horse. The if we're getting an edit where production just absolutely hated this season or production just was not happy with the winner, she fits that. She fits the production's angry at who won, so they took it out on the edit. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to stick with Owen and Carla. Carla is is the new the new white whale. You know, you've used that that term. She's she's the person that Cody was trying to take out tonight. Um, I'm going to stick with her because I think if she gets to the end, she wins. And I'm going to stick with Owen because I really do think there's an edit there that he's been from the beginning trying to be in on the the um the strategy trying to be a part of the vote trying to do this and it's maybe something is coming in the finale the fact that he's gotten to the finale um maybe something's coming where he takes everything on you know he's the reason that carla goes home and then he beats jesse at fire and it's him and cassidy and gabler at uh final tribal and he's able to explain uh, how he was able to get to the end. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, they, they've given us too many pieces to a story for Owen. For him to be in the position that he's in, because he, the position that he's in going into the finale is the position of a goat, right? I mean, that's that's what he looks like. But they've given us too much of his story from the very beginning, too much of his gameplay from the very beginning for him to be a goat for me. Maybe I'm just misreading that. Um, but I have a feeling if he was just going to be a goat, we wouldn't have heard way back in the tribe phase when there was, I think all six of the yellow were still there. And he was talking about, you know, I really, you know, I want to play strategy, but I don't want to push too hard early. You know, so I'm just kind of playing it cool because everybody in my tribe is, is just trying to have kumbaya. And then we, we saw the frustration of getting left out of votes around the middle. And, We've just had this continuous thread of Owen's struggle to infuse himself in the game. I don't know why we would have heard all that if his final fate was to be a goat. Yeah, the other thing I'll throw out there, and you mentioned this many weeks ago, they let him be the narrator and the who where advantages yeah. were. And... I just I, I remembered you saying that I do think that it has some some level of validity as to maybe being important. And so I mean, yeah, that that's my take is that maybe it matters more than we realize as him being chosen as the the narrator for where advantages are. And maybe that's the thing we find out next week is that he knows that Jesse has this idol and is able to combat it. Yeah, we don't know how we could, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can think of is if the, he he somehow turns it into his move. I, I mean, I don't know. Well, one one thing he could do is... Um, we could convince him to play it for, for Owen. Convince him to play it for Owen, or um, he... Maybe Jesse has immunity, <coughs> and or 
maybe maybe uh, he convinces Carla and Cassidy, hey, listen, Jesse is driving this bus right now. He's trying to take out Carla, but if the three of us take out Gabler, that just kind of hamstrings his move. That's one move he doesn't get if we just take out Gabler right now. And then... I don't know. I don't know. It just there, there's a lot. Owen has gotten way too big of a role in this season to get all the way to the finale, and be in a position where unless he's getting, unless he's getting Xandered, maybe, um, maybe. But Xander always like had idols and things like that. That you know, that's why Xander got such a big role is because he always had idols and he was actually a part of the strategy. You know what I mean? Like, um they were targeting his allies to get him to play his idol. And he just never did. Um, there were reasons to include him in the narration. The The story of like the votes and everything this season has been that Owen has been kind of left out, which makes it curious why he would be the one that would get so much attention all the time. It's just weird. I've just got a vibe that something big's coming from Owen. Um, and of course, in the preview tonight, we saw him angry again. So I don't know what he's angry about. But uh, he seems to be really angry. Yeah, all the he's, time. he's very mercurial at times. So, so yeah, um, I, I'm really excited to see what's coming in the finale. It seems like it could be absolutely chaotic. Um, I'm not sure where it's going to go, but it, it seems like it could be absolutely chaotic. I do too. I think that this is going to be one of those finales where. I, I genuinely believe we're in for some some shock. I, I don't know what it is yet, but I, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on a, a really shocking ending. I, I I mean I think there's a possibility, Jeremy. We've got four of the five people that we've selected as potential winners out of our our little selections. I think there's a path where we're wrong on all 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 four of those people are wrong. And, and Gabler just wins. Just wins. But I mean I think that speaks to the like what this season is right like i i don't think that's a bad thing well because one thing he's talked about all along and i made you know i made light of it when i was talking about um him being my worst edit he's talked about being a snake in the grass and this game that, that he's playing that people don't realize well if he gets to final tribal and he can lay that out you know if he can orchestrate especially if he can finally orchestrate a move at five or four that, that's impactful and he can lay it out. Listen, I did this. You know, I knew Ellie was gunning for me from the beginning. And I waited and I waited and I took her out in a way that nobody could be mad at me. I didn't backstab her. I never, she backstabbed me. I never made her any promises and I took her out. And then I did this and then I was part of this and I could have done this, but I didn't. I just laid in wait. You know, if he can describe his game, especially if he wins final immunity or something. Um, yeah, he's got to own the game, though. Like, he has to own it and figure out, like, what his moves are. Because just, was... saying, just saying, oh, I'm the snake in the grass, and then not being able to, to perfectly lay that out just ends in him getting no votes and nobody respecting his game. Yeah, no, I, I but, but I just feel like he's somebody who can. I think he can and, and, and own that. So you're right. Like all five of these people, I think there's a path where they win. 
and we did not have that the last few seasons. No, there there were, the there were people, you know, last season who was it? There was somebody that we said, oh, Romeo, Romeo. Well, in the season before that, there were there were people that we said, oh, they're they're definitely getting to the final tribal. They're just not going to win. Deshaun was the one from the season before. Yeah, exactly. We had that. We had we had a huge discussion with people that Deshaun is most likely to get to the finale, least likely to win, or or most likely to get a final tribal, least likely to win. I don't think there's anybody like that this time. I think Gabler might no. be most likely to get the final tribal just because I think Owen, Carla, and Jesse are all bigger targets than him. But I don't think if he gets there with, say, Owen and Cassidy, that it's guaranteed that he won't win. Right. No, I, I think you're right. I think you're spot on. I'm excited to find out what, what goes on. Um, I hope you have a good week, Justin. I hope everybody's listening and having a good week. And we will talk to you again next week.